in a world where Mondays are taken over by a machine. Welcome to Machine Mondays. Hello, 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 Machiniacs and Schmodown fans, and welcome to another episode of Machine Mondays. I'm Janine the Machine, and first off, as usual, I gotta give a huge thank you to David B for creating this awesome track for me, the official machine theme. Thank you so much, David B, and if you want to check him out, you can find him at David B Music 21 on Twitter. Also gotta give a huge thank you to Kevin the Smasher Smets. Uh, I love you so much for the awesome voice intro you do at the top of every episode of Machine Mondays. Thank you for doing that for me. You are an amazing human, and it was amazing to get to celebrate you this weekend with the Smashathon, the over 24 hour stream uh, with fun, just segments and shows and events of everyone in this community, all the after shows coming together to uh, just raise money and raise awareness for cancer and money to support Kevin Smets through um, this cancer diagnosis. So um, just so proud of everyone who put this together. Thank you for letting me be a small part of that. Um, I had so much fun on my segment with Frank and Abby and uh, Brianne uh, playing Who Knows Kevin Best. And of course I won, of course I won. So proud to be the official best friend of Kevin Smets knowing him way better than Frank who lived with him uh what the fuck Frank what the fuck um but uh just can't say enough amazing things about all the awesome people who put this together um you know Kristen Smith and Sean Sullivan Jillian Maxwell PJ Jake um, just all the after shows, uh, Dwayne, like all, all of you guys just did an amazing job running the stream, putting everything together. Um, you know, uh, it just came out great. It was such a huge success, raised a lot of money, I think over $15,000 to support Kevin. Um, and that's just on top of the GoFundMe. Um, so just so proud of this community so proud to be a part of it uh you guys are amazing so thank you to everyone who donated thank you to all the competitors and people from the community who took part uh in this event um it was such a beautiful show of love for an amazing human being uh so um was just really happy to be a part of that and i can't say enough about how happy i was uh with this event so much fun and just a great cause so thank you to everyone behind the Smashathon. Uh, it was amazing. And we love you, Kevin. Uh, hashtag smash cancer. So if you want to low on Kevin, you can find him at Kev Smets on Twitter. Um, but let's get into today's episode because we have a lot to talk about. We have two teams matches from this tournament to get into. Um, we have the pay-per-view match. So spoilers ahead, uh, you know, the Wildberries retirement match and a match between my amazing faction mate, Jen Kemp, uh, and video drew. And, uh, let's have a little bit of fun and talk a little bit about the bootleg Schmodown match that took place during the Smashathon between John Roca and, uh, Mark Baby Carrots Ellis. So we'll get into all of that today. So first up, we had a team's match between Category 9, a new team of Brandon Hanna and Jader Paramo uh, versus the Odd Couple. Uh, so I was really curious to kind of see how Brandon and Jader were going to mesh as a team. You know, in this climate, it is difficult to, you know, have that in-person time to build rapport, obviously. 
Um, so it's kind of on the fly, I think in that aspect. So I was curious to see how they were going to play it. You know, Brandon is, you know, pushes to be a hard heel and Jader is kind of a chill, you know, competitor who's mostly just himself. So I was curious to see if anything was going to play or if there was going to be any kind of shtick or anything like that. And when, you know, you have this mountain to climb to build rapport and show a chemistry as a team, I don't know that it was uh, the best choice for Brandon to kind of go heel at his own teammate. Um, You know, I think he was playing the whole, you know, I'm a heel. So, you know, no one's exempt from my wrath. So he did kind of have some fun, you know, picking on Jader moments. Um, But I think when, you know, you need to build chemistry because you're a brand new team, I don't know that that was the right way to play it in my personal opinion. Um, uh, So definitely something I think they can work on um, in the future. Um, but chemistry wise, I think, um, it wasn't as strong as I was hoping to see from these two, because, you know, these are great, uh, Schmodown players. So, uh, also curious was to see Brandon in, uh, his first non-Energy to match. So that was going to be interesting to see as well. Um, of course the odd couple, I love Roxy, but you know, Snyder kind of grinds my gears, you know, running his mouth about inner geekdom, you know, the incessant non-shirt wearing, the cockiness, the complaining about questions. He's, he's just a lot to take. So, um, was I kind of open category nine took up maybe just, just a little bit, just a little bit, but Snyder is on a tear this season. So, um, I didn't expect anything less from great play out of him. Um, and Mark is always amazing to see. I love Mark Andreco. So, Nothing bad to say about him. Uh, so getting into the match, we actually did have a challenge in round one. Um, uh, Brandon called out that uh, in a question where the answer was Alice through the looking glass, Mark and Draco answered just through the looking glass. He did not say Alice. So I thought it was a fair challenge. Uh, you know, Ken didn't seem to be much help as he's just kind of a chill uh, role filling manager at this point. Um, so Brandon kind of just took it upon himself to decide to challenge it. And I think it was a solid challenge and it was, uh, upheld. Um, so Andrico did not get the point for that. Um, Snyder was the only one to go perfect and get the bonus. So going into round two, it was the odd couple 16 to, uh, category nine's 13. So odd couple deferred, um, letting category nine go first. They spin Pixar and they decide to stick with it. And I want to say this is maybe either the third or fourth time where Jader has gotten Pixar. He's decided to stick with it and he's maybe struggled a little bit. Um, so I'm not sure what was behind that decision. I don't know if it's something they put on the wheel, uh, or if they just felt confident about it, um, and decided to go for it. So I feel like, you know, they got the pretty solid mainstream questions about the bigger, more popular Pixar movies. And then of course the ones about the not so well-known ones, they did struggle with a little bit. So they got the first one correct on multiple choice. They missed the second one on multiple choice. They got the third one. They missed the fourth on multiple choice. They got the fifth and sixth correct. Um, so, uh, then odd couple was able to pick up a one point steal off of them. Um, so yeah, I don't know, you know, what else they maybe put on there if they would have done a little bit better at, because, you know, if you're going to say Pixar, those can get pretty deep cut. And there are a lot of Pixar movies that maybe aren't as popular. So you're going to get like your good dinosaurs questions or your cars Two questions or your Wally questions, um, that you're not going to be as familiar with because they're not as popular as an up or, 
um, a Toy Story or something like that. So if you know those movies well, you can't just say, okay, well, I know those movies well, so Pixar's going to be a good fit for me. Um, you really kind of have to get in depth and there's a lot of hidden details and lots of, you know, depth in those movies in general. So they can get really deep cut. So not sure it was the wisest choice to stick with Pixar, but, um, you know, they went with their gut and, you know, they, they worked their way through as best they could, I thought. So then Odd Couple, they spin away uh, from IG, which I'm sure that's probably what Brandon put on there. Um, and they get musicals uh, and they do pretty good. They have to navigate a little bit, but they sweep the round. They get the first question correct, the second on multiple choice, the third on multiple choice, the fourth on multiple choice, the fifth on multiple choice, and they get the sixth one correct. So it is now 26 to 20, Odd Couple leading going into round three. Brandon, he gets the two-pointer, Jader misses the three, and then they both miss the five, which was a really good question. The uh, Scorsese, um, what are the two remakes that he did? The Departed and Cape Fear. So if people listen to It's a Wonderful Podcast, then you would know that we did cover both versions of Cape Fear. If a movie we watch has a modern remake, we do a little segment called Deja Vu, where we discuss the remake version. So we did do an episode where we talked about Cape Fear, the original version, and the um, the remake, the Scorsese remake. So if people listened to the It's a Wonderful Podcast feed, they might learn some things about the showdown. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so Odd Couple ends up winning the match. Um, and they will be advancing forward. Um, so what, just kind of curious if, you know, Category 9 is going to stick together. The way they were kind of talking, it seemed like they wanted to stay together as a team. Um, you know, they're going to need better management because Ken is just a very lazy manager. So, you know, Brandon doing the heel thing towards Ken makes sense because, you know, Ken is just a filler pretty much. Um, but I don't know that I liked it, uh, when he's trying to build chemistry with Jader to, you know, play that with Jader. So that was something I didn't care for too much. Um, but yeah, if they can work on chemistry and things like that, which, you know, it's going to be a little bit tough to do in this atmosphere, of course. Um, but, uh, yeah, then they might be a cool team kind of going forward. Uh, but yeah, odd couple advances. Uh, so then the next team's match we got was Tom and Paul versus final exam. Love both of these teams so much. Um, uh, Tom and Paul, they were kind of a big touted team to do some damage because they were both really great in singles. So teaming them up was kind of a big deal and they just haven't been able to get there. So after round one, it was 18 to 16 final exam leading, um, Tom and Paul, uh, get comedies. Uh, they miss the first one. They get the second one. They miss the third on multiple choice. And then they get the fourth, fifth, and sixth correct. So final exam has three steal uh, opportunities, three point uh, steal opportunities. They get a two point steal, but they miss the one point steal. So um, final exam, they spin away from Amy Adams. and They get festival darlings and they do amazing. They sweep it. They get um, all of them correct, except the fifth question they did get it correct, but on multiple choice. So ended up being 31 to 24, um, going into round three, <laughs> poor Kate, you know, Grace is kind of supposed to be a co-manager, but she is, uh, pretty much just like Ken <laughs> in that way that she's pretty absent. So Kate was kind of doing a little shtick where she was pretending to be Grace, which her Grace wasn't bad. So I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, just love the chemistry of Tom and Paul. Um, they're, 
opposite dynamics really kind of play really funny together. So I like that they're able to still kind of play that up enough um, in this format. I always like that when a team can kind of still give you that personality. Um, and Lon and Paul have been a great team as well. So uh, I really like them and uh, want to see them go far in this tournament. So yeah, uh, Tom and Paul have to, you know, get all their questions in order to stay in the game. So Tom takes the two, he gets it correct. Paul takes the three, he gets it correct. The five pointer, you know, they do try to take some time and think it through. Paul has a guess. Tom doesn't really have, you know, an idea. Um, they try to talk through it a little bit, um, but ultimately they miss it, giving final exam the win. So they will be moving forward. So two pretty established teams uh, end up moving forward in lieu of, you know, new kind of rookie teams. So really want to see some rookie teams kind of come out swinging um, uh, in this tournament for sure. It would be really exciting to see, you know, my my faction team, the Lethal Weapons. Uh, I really want to see what they can do. Um, really want to see what um, Marisol and Adam can do. Um, that's a really exciting team that I'm looking forward to. So, um, yeah, just excited to see where this tournament lands for Spectacular, who's going to come out on top. Um, but yeah, uh, some great matches uh, last week. And uh, now we have the pay-per-view. So spoilers ahead. Jen Kemp versus Video Drew. So I was really excited to see Jen. I believe this is the first non-intergeekdom match she's played. Um, so I was really excited to see how she was going to do. Um, Drew having her probably best first round ever going perfect and getting the bonus. Jen just missing one. So score was nine to seven going into round two. Drew defers to Jen. Jen, Jen she spins away from Jodie Foster and ends up getting horror. Um, she has to kind of navigate a little bit. She gets the first one correct on multiple choice, misses the second one, giving Drew, Drew a one point steal, um, gets the third on multiple choice and gets the fourth one correct, getting a one point lead on Drew as Drew spins. Also really loving Drew's whole shtick of, you know, a bucket full of random things that Sam would probably challenge because he is known for challenging um, a lot of things. So, um, yeah, I, I really liked that. I love Drew's character. But I will say the commentators were a little dry in this match. Like they were kind of like giving me golf vibes. Like we needed Happy Gilmore to come in and like hype everybody up because, you know, Drew was doing some fun character work stuff and they weren't really playing along. They were just, you know, kind of trying to move through the match. Um, so yeah, wasn't a huge fan of that. I, I, I don't know. It was just kind of weird. They seemed just very, you know, chill on commentating and just very golfy quiet and just like trying to just get through it um so I appreciated Drew kind of having some fun and being her you know wonderfully weird self um so yeah she was doing some funny bits and things like that that I really liked but yeah the commentary was kind of kind of dry on this match um but yes Drew ends up spinning SNL movies and decides to stick with it Drew has an amazing round two. She sweeps. Um, she does go to multiple choice on one question, but the rest she gets um, all without multiple choice, uh, making the score 17 to 11 going into round three. Really feeling it for Jen. You know, you could tell when she heard the question, she was just like, oh, I know these. Oh, these are easy. Um, so, you know, I know that feeling so badly. So 
um, was really feeling, feeling the pain for her in that moment. So Jen does have to hit some questions in round three to stay alive. Uh, she gets her two, she misses her three and she hits a big five with the, uh, dark Phoenix question. Uh, great pull from her. Um, but then ultimately Drew just needed her two to get the win. She gets it and she gets the win and she had a perfect game. She checked a multiple choice once, but she didn't miss anything. So I was really proud of Drew. Um, I know she took that Riley loss really hard. So for her to come back with a perfect game, uh, I think, you know, her first perfect game too, uh, just really happy for her. You could tell she was excited. Um, and also she like did some side bets and said if she got her a perfect first round and bonus that, um, she would donate the money that her, um, supporters gave her in those bets to smash cancer. And she was able to raise $1,500 for that. So really amazing thing she did there with that. And just really happy for her. Such a big win. Um, getting two points for the dungeon and, uh, just so sorry for Jen. And she, you know, tried really hard. It was great to see her, um, outside of inner geekdom. And also, can I just say her promo, if you didn't watch her promo, it was amazing. Uh, what, probably the best promo I've seen, uh, you know, cause in this environment, it's hard to like do something cool with a promo at home. So she worked that into it and, probably one of the funniest and funnest promos I've seen all season. So definitely major props to her. She wins on that point uh, for me for sure. So, so sorry for my faction mate, um, but really happy for Video Drew. She definitely deserved this win and just impressive play from her. And I know she felt really excited and proud of herself because yeah, like, you know, she's had a rough year. Uh, so really excited for her and also just amazing that she donated that much money to Smash Cancer. It's amazing. So then, of course, we have the Wildberries retirement match, which will be sad, you know, regardless. You're already kind of going into it, knowing you're going to be sad no matter what the outcome is. Uh, Dewberry kind of shows up looking like uh, the hitman, um, not Brandon Hanna, but the actual hitman, you know, bald with the suit and all of that. So he's not his fun, wild self anymore. Um, and this was actually one of the funner like storylines that we actually had, because I don't think there were a lot of through line storylines really this season. So this was actually one of them, you know, that happened since the draft and Shannon splitting them up. Um, so I like that we actually got some what of a storyline here with this match because we didn't really get a lot of that this season. And I miss that. So, um, yeah, I'm glad this is was kind of like a storyline match, but also very sad regardless of the outcome. So um, after round one, Makuga is actually leading uh, Dewberry seven to six. So no double Dewberry for Dewberry. So getting into round two, Josh ends up deferring to Elliot. Elliot uh, spins um, rom-coms and spins away from it to get Spinner's Choice. He ultimately decides to stick on 90s and does pretty good. He misses the first one on multiple choice, but Makui does not get the steal, even though he does kind of think about the right answer only to like not trust his gut. Um, and misses. So Makuka did not get the steal on that one. Um, he got the second correct, the third correct, and multiple choice, and the fourth correct. So he had a pretty good round too. So on Josh's turn, he spins away from McSpag to get inner geekdom. 
Um, he gets the first question on multiple choice, misses the second on multiple choice, but Dewberry does not get the steal. He misses the third question, giving Dewberry a huge two point steal. And then he gets the fourth crest, uh, correct on multiple choice, kicking himself because you know he knew it, but he had to hear the names um, to get it because he just couldn't remember. So it's 13 to nine going into round three, Elliot leading. Uh, Josh gets his two correct. He misses his three. And then he gets the Jerry Maguire question, which I do believe I actually got that question, I think, in a Tom Cruise category in one of my matches. It feels very familiar to me. So yes, he misses the five, giving Dewberry the win. And Makuga has to retire. And like, we just, this is like the first match he's played aside from the rom-coms exhibition that he was in with me. That this is the only match he's played and I've missed him. His energy is so great. Like when he got them three wrong and he picked the wrong Bond actor, his reaction <laughs> was so Makuga. Like I missed that. So such a bummer that he's going to retire. So I hope there's going to be some kind of storyline that potentially brings him back. Maybe reunites the Wildberries and the storyline kind of continues to evolve because they were of such a fun team. Everybody loved them. And Makuga himself was just such a fun presence. Like he didn't care about the game. He just was all about having fun and being entertaining and could sometimes get some epic, crazy pulls. So um, yeah, really bummed to see that he has to retire. So hopefully some crazy storyline will work out where he gets to come back because we need more Makuga in this game for sure. So guys, lastly, we had a really fun match uh, that uh, was part of the Smashathon. If they had hit uh, donations of $10,000, uh, Mark Ellis and Roca were going to play against each other in a Schmodown bootleg match. And it happened. They hit the 10,000 mark in donations and they played this really fun match. Uh, a little bit of redemption. Eric even cut a promo for it. Super fun. Um, and yeah, it was great to see Mark Ellis play again. He is great. And Roca came out full Roca with the gloves and the mask and somehow not remembering the rules at a certain point I believe like in in round three he asked for multiple choice on his three-pointer like dude where are you where are you at right now um so and he was like had the he had the uh, live chat up during the match so yeah definitely um bootleg showdown for sure. But such a fun match. It was called by PJ and Maxwell. Um, so I just thought I would talk about it a little bit because it was part of such a fun event and just such a fun match with two iconic Schmodown players, uh, particularly Mark, who, you know, has since retired and hasn't played and just been uh, calling matches. So it was great to see him play again. So just some fun banter throughout the match. Uh, Roca being his original self, just talking so much shit. <laughs> um, uh, it's seven to six going into round two, Roca leading. Uh, he defers to Mark. Mark picks, uh, gets 80s movies um, on the cute little makeshift wheel. Uh, he gets the first question correct. He misses uh, the second of multiple choice. Roca does get the steal. He gets the third and the fourth. And he does actually get some like questions that are pretty well geared to him about comedians. Um, and stuff that he knows well. So um, yeah, Roka, of course, had to complain about that. But uh, yeah, Mark had a solid uh, uh, round two with 80s. And then Roka, he gets sports movies. 
So Roka does do pretty well, being very healy, mind you, um, getting his first question correct, getting the second correct on multiple choice, which was David O. Russell, which was pretty funny, um, getting the third question correct and the fourth question correct. And all throughout this, he is having crazy banter back and forth, shit talking to Maxwell. Maxwell is giving it as good as Roka's, you know, you know, giving it back to him. So uh, that was pretty fun. Also, the rules in between the matches were pretty funny. They were like rules to like board games and Monopoly and Uno and stuff like that. So this match was just so much ridiculous fun. Um, the managers of Mark and <laughs> Roca were uh, the movie guys, Adam and Paul Preston. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, this match was just a blast. So Mark gets his two point in round three as it is 12 to 15 Roka leading, um, misses his three pointer, um, gets his five and Roka gets his two, misses his three, the Oliver and company question and gets his five for the big win. Um, yeah, just such a fun match. Also, like, like I said, him and uh, Maxwell were kind of going at it. So I would love to see a match between uh, Maxwell and Roka. And I would also kind of love to see Maxwell call some more matches as like a heel commentator because he was really funny and fun. And I loved him, you know, talking so much shit to Roka. It was great. So I would love to see them do another fun match against each other and just in general see Maxwell call matches in the Schmodown because he was really great. So just a fun match for a great cause. I'm glad like we hit that 10,000 mark to be able to have that match happen. Um, So yeah, just so much fun. And I can't just say enough about how much I love this community. What we did this past weekend was nothing short of incredible um, to help one of our own. So just amazing community, applaud yourselves for, you know, just being amazing and supportive and uh, uh, this community. I just can't, I, I can't put into words just how incredible it is to be a part of this. So yeah, you guys are amazing. And thank you for listening to today's episode of Machine Mondays. Uh, definitely uh, was really excited to get into talking about Schmodown after just a great weekend of nothing but amazing Schmodown people. So, um, yeah, just a lot of fun. Uh, if you can go back and watch a lot of the streams and segments of the Smashathon, it was a lot of fun. Um, and for a great cause, if you want to continue to support Kevin and help him, uh, the link for his GoFundMe will be in the description of today's episode of Machine Mondays. And yeah, just shoot him a kind message. I know he would appreciate it um, and show him some love because he deserves it. And hashtag smash cancer, guys. Uh, so, of course, Machine Mondays isn't the only show you can find on the It's a Wonderful podcast feed. Uh, every Wednesday, we have Morgan Hasn't Seen, where I force my sweet co-host Morgan to watch things he hasn't seen all the month of November. I am making him watch horror movies he hasn't seen. Uh, so we will be talking the people under the stairs. Uh, definitely a fun one. Uh, can't wait for you guys to hear that episode. Uh, and then also every Friday we have, it's a wonderful podcast where we give love to those classic films. Uh, I switch off co-hosting duties with Nolan Dean, but Morgan is the constant host over there. So this week is my week and we are talking rear window and we'll also be doing our deja vu uh, segment where we com- do a compare and contrast look at Disturbia. Uh, so please stay tuned for that this Friday. 
Uh, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we have you covered on the It's a Wonderful Podcast feed. Find it all places podcasts can be found. Also, later tonight, uh, you can join us for Machine Movie Mondays with the Machine <laughs> on Abby Frill's channel where we do some fun watch alongs. It's usually me, Abby and Frank, uh, but we will be joined by the wonderful Miss Movie. So if you enjoyed our segment on the Smashathon, the same crew is getting back together again for a watch along of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I definitely wanted to watch this with Brienne as she did that epic free for all entrance of Buffy when she won uh, the free for all that year. So um, just going to be a fun watch along. We try to do these every Monday, but it just depends. So stay tuned for that on Abby Friel's channel later tonight. We usually do that every Monday um, or just Mondays in general around seven. Uh, but tonight it'll be at eight o'clock uh, Pacific time. So check that out. Um, if you want to check out my artwork uh, or get any merch for our shows, you can find all that at my Tee Public shop at uh, g9design on tpublic.com. I also have another sh uh, shop where you can buy art prints uh, at g9design uh, at Big Cartel. So you can find that. It's my new shop I just opened. So check that out if you want to get any artwork uh, or art prints. Um, check out the It's a Wonderful Podcast Patreon. Uh, we have some fun tiers over there. You get monthly artwork, uh, fun little videos from me and Morgan. You get to vote in polls, help us pick uh, movies uh, for... Um, all kinds of things uh, for bonus content. We do fun Sunday chill live streams with our patrons. We just started doing watch alongs. Um, so yeah, please come check out the It's a Wonderful Podcast Patreon. It's a lot of fun over there with us. Um, and yeah, sometimes when we can, we are able to donate our patronage from our amazing patrons to great causes like Kevin Smith. So we were able to donate this past uh, month of Patreon donations to uh, Kevin's GoFundMe to support him. So yeah, um, when the time uh, calls for it, uh, our Patreon is a great way for us to be able to pay it forward. So another great reason to join our Patreon because we love doing stuff like that. So yeah, guys, thank you so much again for listening. I can't just say enough about how much I love this community and how um, just full my heart is after just a great weekend of love and support for an amazing person and just the amazing things that people were able to do to put this stream together, to give so much of themselves, to donate the people who watched and shared and all of that. Um, it means so much. So um Thank you guys just so much for everything you do and thank you just stay awesome please there's so much bullshit in this world just please stay awesome and please be good to each other and um yeah thank you guys so much for listening you're the best hashtag smash cancer and till next time xo xo machine out <laughs>